0: Hello, welcome back. It's the Unstoppable Dad Project. My name is Matt. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to our little podcast that we have here. Exciting news, we are now up on Apple Podcasts. So you can find us on there as well as Spotify and all other places you find podcasts. If you have found some value out of today's podcast or if you found value out of any of the previous podcasts we have done, please subscribe, like, Share around with your friends, especially those of those of your friends that you think would get some benefit out of the topics or out of the podcast in general. If you're on Apple Podcasts and that's your primary podcast vehicle, please go ahead and leave a review because by you guys doing that and you guys sharing around, that is how we are going to grow this thing and that is how we are going to get this information out to hopefully, those who need it and those who will get some enjoyment and some benefit out of it. Got another solo podcast for you all today, and today I'm going to talk about But Why. But Why, But Why, But Why, But Why. Now, depending on how old your kids are, they have probably either been through or are going through or are about to go through the But Why stage, and it's a stage in their development that. I'm pretty sure every kid goes through uh, everybody I've talked to I believe has their children have gone through it in varying degrees at different points in their mental development but what happens is once the kids start to grow up and they start to learn and they're able to start to comprehend things a little bit more especially when they start they're able to communicate a little bit more concisely every first question is generally followed up with a follow-up question of but why? And that gets asked once. And then you give them an answer to that. And then there's another but why? And then there's an answer to that question. And then there's another but why? And then there's another answer to the question. And then there's but why? And then eventually you get to a point where there's no, there's no different way you can reword the answer. There's no other information to give, but they continue to ask, but why? And we get to the bottom of whatever that particular rabbit hole that we're talking about with them is. And it just gets to the point where it's like, there is no more, I can, no more information I can give you, whether it is the fact that I don't actually have any more information on that topic to give you. I've already given you Two or three misinformed answers in the first place so i'm um, don't particularly want to give you any more misinformation or we've just gotten to the end of what you want to know there's no more to know but kids are great at asking why and they will continue to ask why and they always ask why and they it's it's, it's this constant evolution for them as they go through their learning process and it's something that when my daughter, and she is still going through it, but when my daughter went was in the thick of it, um, we try not to discourage. As frustrating as it could be at times because you just found yourself giving the same answer and over and over and over again, it was something that we didn't want to discourage because at some point we lose, I think as human beings, we lose our ability to continue to ask why. And that for a lot of points can actually be a detriment and you know I've got my own theories as to the reason why we probably start doing it whether it is you know it's it's uh, where we start to get scared around what other people are going to think about us where if we continue to ask people questions we're worried that we're going to get told to fuck off um I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about and they were they were Targeting this towards speaking and why people have sometimes an irrational fear out of public speaking. And there's been a theory that's come out around that it's, it's actually evolutionary where when we were in tribes, if you got banished from the tribe due to something you said or something you did you were out on your uh, alone and you were going to die so when people get up in front of this this want to be liked and this want to um, make sure we don't alienate people can stem all the way back to there because we don't want to get banished from the tribe and that's obviously not the way it is now but I i do think that one of the reasons why eventually we start we stop Asking why, like we would have when we were kids is is due to that fact. We're scared about what other people think. We're scared of them, quote-unquote, banishing us from the tribe, and we don't want to, um, I guess, push the envelope or push the buttons um, of those people that are around us. Uh, But kids... You know, they don't worry about that. They continue to ask why and they continue to go down that path of trying to find out more information about a particular topic, even to the point where it's nauseating sometimes how many times they can ask you why. But it brings me to why I'm talking about this on the podcast, because on on one of our previous episodes, what we spoke about was we spoke about five things that dads can do to keep their fitness in check or to, to start up a new fitness regime. And in response to that, I got a few messages come through asking for asking for specific things. So asking from dads to me specific things around things that they wanted to achieve. And there was a lot of talk about people wanting to you know drop weight, people wanting to get a particular strength number. And this is This is really more talking about when people start talking about specific things. So we're talking about, I want to get X number, right? And in my experience, when people come to me and there is a very hard and fast number that they come in and I want to achieve this, I want to lose this, I want to be able to lift this. There's a reason why they're asking for that. So it's important for us to ask why, like, why do you want to achieve that? And generally there will be a follow-up answer that will come from that. And that follow-up answer is generally not the underlying reason why. So we need to continue to ask ourselves why. Why is this important? And I'll give you a very, very basic, without without giving too much, too many specifics, because usually when I talk to people about these things, they are talking in to me in a little bit of confidence. But let's say for example, somebody comes to me and they said, I want, I want to get to x x amount of weight, or I want to lose, I want to lose ten kilos, and. My first question is, why? Why is that number important? And if we shortcut, sometimes there's there's a long line of questioning that needs to go into this. But we're just going to kind of break it down into, I guess, three layers. And sometimes when we're talking about numbers, numbers are like ogres. Ogres are like onions, and onions have layers. So we need to start to peel away the layers, right? So when we, the next question is, like, why is that number important? Because I used to be there when I was 22. Okay, cool. So why what, like, why is it important for you to be at that number? Like what was it about that time in your life that makes it so important for you to get back to that number? Oh, I felt more confident in myself. I was more physically capable. I was able to do more things. Now by kind of continuing to ask these questions, why and peel away those layers, but why, but why, but why, we start to get to the underlying reason why that number is important. And then it starts to become less about the number and it starts to become more about the feeling, the emotional, the time in their life that they're attaching to that number. And if we use that as an example where, say, somebody wants to lose 10 kilos and they want to lose 10 kilos because that's the weight they were at 10 years ago. And that 10 years ago was obviously before they had kids, may have been before they were married or before you know they had the current job that they had. So it's a different set of circumstances to what they were now. But that was 10 years ago, and they're not there now, but that's where they want to be. But the reason they want to be back there is because now they feel a little bit guilty around where they maybe where their fitness is at maybe their kids are starting to move a little bit so they're starting to get mobile and they're struggling to keep up with them and they're starting to think to the future a little bit and thinking to the future is a great thing because you don't want to leave it until it's too late if you want to achieve something you want to give yourself plenty of time so you can do it in the right way but um and and it's more that they know that they were fit than that they know that they were at a, at a, in a physical state where they were able to do that. So it actually becomes less about the weight. They're attaching the weight to the outcome. The outcome is for them to become fitter or for them to be more capable, to be able to run around and be more active with their kids. It's not actually about the weight. It's about that feeling and it's about that stage in their life where they want to actually be fitter, more capable to be with their kids because a lot of the time when there's hard and fast numbers that people are attaching to something, it has less to do about the number and more to do with the way they are feeling about themselves. Now, there's an extra layer to this, right, where not only uh, do we want to almost throw away those numbers because... Especially when it comes to thing lo- things like weight loss, they can they can be meaningless, and that can be a never ending pit that you will never get yourself out of if you are constantly chasing numbers on number on the scales. But that's a, that's a topic for another podcast, right? But when we talk about the feeling, and we talk about where they were at, and they want to almost be physically back there in that particular body, but take that body and put it in where they are now. But the problem is the actions, habits, and behaviors that they were able to undertake to get to that point may not be conducive with the point that they are at in their life now. And what I mean by that is if we look at something, let's look at something as simple as just training volume and frequency. So the amount of time you're spending in the gym or the amount of time you're spending on an activity. When you don't have kids, you maybe aren't, you you maybe don't have, you're not married yet, you maybe don't even have a partner, like you've only got to worry about yourself, you can go and spend 10, 15, 20 hours in the gym and still then go and, you know, and then do whatever you want because you only only have to worry about yourself. You don't have to worry about allocating time to anybody else. But if we need to take that same action to get the result we want and we need to transplant those actions into our current life, what's going to have to suffer in order to implement all that stuff and that's where working out why it's important and peeling away those layers and getting down to that underlying reason why and continue and basically like what our kids do when they ask why you continue to ask why and digging until you just can't give another answer Because when you get to that and you get to that underlying reason why, you'll work out why it's important for you to bench press 100 kilos or why it's time, why you want to lose 10 or you want to do this or that or anything else. Because once you get to that, you'll find why. And if that why is, like in this instance that I use, that why is so I can actually spend more quality time with my kids, maybe going and training 20 hours a week isn't going to give you that. Yes, it might get you to a point physically where you're happier, but the point of you wanting to do that right now is to be able to spend more time with your children, spend better time with your children. And 20 hours of the gym a week is not going to do that. 20 hours a week is actually going to detract from that. So if the reason why when you get down to the bottom of it has to actually do with other people and time and energy and effort, then we've got to pick our battles. We've got to know what we've got to do. So that's when we've got to actually look at the overall number and what we're trying to achieve and be like is that really achievable for me right now and there's a second part to this where we also have to look at the blessing of what we have right now and sometimes when we're in a different stage in life and i can tell you from firsthand experience i was i was guilty of this where you'd look at certain things that you used to do and be like damn I wish I could, like, I wish I could go back and do that. But then you also look at the rest of the stuff that you've got happening in your life right now. You look at the fact that you've got these human beings that love you unconditionally, that you get to go home to every afternoon, that show you the joy and the absolute light in everything. And, you know, you get to see them grow up and evolve and, you know, they don't care what you look like they just care that you're happy and they just care that you're present and yes for you as a father you want to be physically fit and capable and you want to set the example for them but that your ability to do that does not need to be attached to a number it does not need to be attached to an overall strength benchmark if that is very very important to you that is a different story but when it comes to having other people in your life that you are worrying about, sometimes the numbers that really matter are how happy you are. You can put a number on that. Like, you know, you can give yourself a scale of 1 to 10 and it doesn't mean you have to force it. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to reach out for help. It's okay, you know, to be down sometimes. But you also have to look at some of the things you want to achieve and understand that if you are tying that to a previous time in your life where you didn't have other people to worry about and you did, you only had to worry about yourself then you're not being fair on yourself for what you want to achieve so after that last after the podcast around the five things that you can do to stay fit i got a lot of questions around specifics and i'm here to help i've done a lot of work with people that as it pertains to specific results And sometimes when we're asking questions, it actually helps to have somebody else ask the questions because even though we think we've peeled away all the layers and we've gotten to the bottom of it, maybe we haven't. And having that outside perspective is important, having somebody ask you those questions and get down to why because there's no point in getting yourself down around weight, around the strength that you've lost and things like that when it is tied to a previous time in your life and you, and you are unable to fulfill the actions, habits and behaviors that you once were. Don't get me wrong, that is not saying that as fathers we shouldn't be physically capable. But it just means that sometimes we have to look at what we did previously and if we are holding ourselves to that same physical standard Maybe we have to create a new standard to hold ourselves to, a new standard to move towards and one that is actually going to be more fulfilling for us for what we want to achieve that particular goal for right now. Because a lot of the dads that I speak to, and this isn't just dads, this is people in general, people with families mostly, but people in general. When you start to understand the underlying reason why you are wanting to achieve a particular result then you can start to get this strange level of happiness and being content around just moving, so that that movement can then make you physically capable. I I think that structured training is a must for a lot of people, but it doesn't have to be to obtain a particular number result. Numbers can be important metrics to see how we've progressed. However, when there are more important things than life, than the number on the scales or the weight on the barbell and those important, those more important things are the same things that as soon as you open the back door coming home from work are going to run up to you yelling, daddy, 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 and give you a hug. It doesn't matter whether you have lost the 10 kilos or not, then the metrics sometimes have to be put to the side. And the reason why you're doing things and why you're trying to stay fit and why you're trying to stay healthy has to be at the forethought because sometimes it is okay to just go to the gym two to three times a week. We are going to get more physically capable doing that than beating ourselves down mentally for a result that we have put in our head is so important compared to based off something we've achieved previously in our lives. Now, this isn't advice for everybody. This is advice for those of us that spend our lives fixated on things that we want to get to that are based off previous markers that we've got. It is important to have goals. It is important to have something to work towards. But when you are setting these goals and when you are starting to do that, your ability to continually ask why and continue to ask why and peel away those layers until you have got to the underlying reason is going to be one of the tools and one of the keys for you to make sure that you are going to set up long-term sustainable goals that are not only going to serve your family, but serve you and make this a much more mentally, not challenging, but a much more, you'll be in a much happier space mentally be continue to ask why continue to ask why around to yourself around those things that you want to achieve because when we get down to it when we really really get down to it as fathers a lot of it will always come back to our family and when it comes back to our family the person that needs to be happy with where you're going is you because that will reflect on your family and the way you treat them but always ask why peel away those layers Okay. Donkey did it to Shrek. You can do it with your goals. That's it. All right. 20 minutes trying to keep this solo podcast under 20 minutes. As I'm sure you're aware, these are unedited. So sometimes those ramblings, I can go off on tangents. I can maybe get off topic a little bit. So if you've listened through till now, I appreciate you. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you've got any questions, please send them through. This podcast shouldn't be to discourage those of you that maybe have specific things that you want to know please send them through and you know, use me as a resource. Let me ask the questions why to try and get down to the bottom of it. But it's an, it's an interesting exercise when we sit down and we look at some things that we want to achieve and we just keep asking ourselves why. Why is it important? Because while you may get there, or you may get to that goal, and hopefully you do, hopefully the goals that you are picking are conducive with your life and they are things that keep you content and happy and don't add any extra stress. But If you're not getting there and you're not getting to where you need to go, maybe you need to reassess. And one of the ways to reassess those number-based goals is to constantly and consistently ask why. Peel it back, find out what's underneath, and then maybe we need to readjust and recalibrate and move forward. Thanks again, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.